day and good evening and welcome to the Wolves Within podcast. Apologies for not making any content for quite some time, but uh, especially with recent events, I'm glad I took the month off because it just seems a bit of overload recently, don't it? 2020 has been a pretty interesting year and For any of you out there who have studied numerology, you'll know that the number two is obviously a feminine number, and the number one is a masculine number. And just a quick numerology lesson for those listening, the numerology has three different master numbers, one, one, two, two, and three, three. And that's why... Things like demons like to mock the trinity in threes. Sorry about that, everyone. My uh, my missus called me. She was having some car issues that uh, we got resolved. So, thank God. Um, anyway, we were talking about yeah, master numbers. And 1, 1, 2, 2, and 3, 3. And the different symbology as in... The number two being feminine, the number one being masculine. I mean, you could actually think of the symbols for feminine as what? It's a line with another line through it, making two lines, whereas a male it looks like one line pointing somewhere. Hey, Bruno. Um, and th- I was saying the reason why demons mock the Trinity, by doing things as threes, is because exactly that, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's why normally in shows you hear three knocks, three scratches, etc., etc. The reason why this is so important for 2020, and I was really wondering what was going to happen in 2020, because ever since I started paying attention to numerology, I really started to have a good feeling for how a year was going to go based off of how the numbers lined up for that year. And 2020 is obviously a very feminine number. And feminine numbers, or femininity in general, represents normally massive change. In Jordan Peterson's personality lectures, he talks about why in culture the male figure is usually represented as God, and the female uh, character is usually represented as either hell or death or rebirth, and that's because of femininity in general is about change. And 2020 is a massively feminine number, so 2020 represents massive change. And what I think is happening, and... I've heard Jordan Peterson say this, among other people that he's spoken with. There's going to be a huge counterculture to the patriarchy. And in return, there's going to be a huge push of counterculture against the matriarchy. And that's why I was interested to see how 2020 was going to go, because there's massive amounts of repressed feminine energy in the universe. And I knew that the Illuminati were going to capitalize on this energy and exploit that energy. 
And that's exactly what's happened. We, we're constantly being told now that before all this riot propaganda popped up, that life was never going to be the same and it was never going to go back to the way that we once knew it. And somehow they could use that to dangle whatever agenda it is that they're going to lay out either this year or next year in front of us as the bait for the switch. Now let's switch gears and talk about what apparently the entire world's talking about, and that's the riots in the United States. Number one, the revolution, the awakening, whatever you want to call it, will never, ever, ever be born out of hate. It will not happen through hatred. The only way it will happen is through love and compassion. And until people can understand that, I don't care how many times they tell me how woke they are, they are never going to be woke. You are not woke if hatred is your motivating factor. Something that's really bothered me about all this too is that for some reason, we find it in today's world that business is supposed to be political, that businesses are supposed to be woke. I don't know when people are going to understand that businesses will be whatever the hell you wish them to be just to take your money. If you honestly think that Coca-Cola gives a shit about coronavirus or that any of these businesses give a shit about some poor, I don't even want to use the word black man because it had nothing to do with that. These people don't care about us. When are we going to understand this? They don't care about you and I. They only care about what goes on in their top echelon of society. Normal pleasures to these people are unobtainable. That's why they have so much money invested in so many different things because changing the world is what they're concerned about in their image, of course. This is why so many of those people are pederasses because the normal pleasures that the working man, those of us that aren't billionaires, have in this life, you know, having a beer, going out to a movie, having a nice dinner... They can do that all the time. They could do that every second of every day until the day they die if they so choose. It loses its appeal. It's kind of like when you turn 21, drinking's not as counterculture as it is when you're 16. Because when you're 21, you can literally do it whenever you want. You could go to the bar every second of every day if you wanted to. So it kind of loses its curb appeal. Well, for billionaires, there's no curb appeal in having a nice dinner when you have a nice dinner every meal. There's no curb appeal in buying a new TV when you could buy a hundred TVs if you wanted. So what brings those kinds of people pleasure, and I'm not saying all billionaires because not all billionaires are bad. I'm saying the billionaires... The billionaires find what we find entertaining so mundane that it takes something extra special to excite them. And I think 
what happens when you get to that top tier of society and there's no threat of, I guess there is a threat of it because anyway, let's, let's, there's certain things in society that are just unacceptable, right? So pederasses in jail get killed all the time because there's a code. So there's a real punishment to being a pedo. People don't eat other humans. Cannibalism has probably been out of human culture with the exception of certain pockets on the, on the planet for thousands of years. We just don't do it. Well, having sex with 12-year-old girls, we just don't do that anymore. And I think, personally, that's where the appeal is to the mega-rich for taking the virginity of a 12, 13-year-old girl. Because it's, it gives them that feeling of, this is so wrong, it's right. I don't know where I'm going with this. I think the point that I'm trying to make is that the companies that people, for some reason, are looking up to on social media for these race riots are, <laughs> in their true form, in their true essence, actually very evil, disgusting people. Why you would think that any of these people in that upper echelon society care about the plight of the working man is beyond me. And I was actually watching a documentary on Bill Gates and how he's changed his image and how it's modeled off of the uh, Rockefeller and U.S. Standard Oil for those of, uh, those of you that don't know. But anyway, U.S. Standard Oil was a huge monopoly back in the day made the Rockefeller family what they are today. Probably top five in most powerful families on the planet. But anyway, it was showing how Rockefeller, when he got older, would give people... Was it nickel? Was it nickels or dimes? I think it was dimes. He would give... While he's being filmed, of course, giving random, quote-unquote, people dimes on the street because he's just such a nice old man. And I think that's what, especially with this whole coronavirus thing, people have for some reason thought that Bill Gates is just such a great human being all of a sudden. <clears throat> anyway, my point is, is that they don't care about us. And any virtue signaling that you see from the rich is just that, nothing more than virtue signaling. So now let's dissect the actual riots. Now, in my opinion, these riots are 1,000% orchestrated and being fueled by the Illuminati. The timing of it is just absolutely impeccable. Every single time, and I've noticed it's... <laughs> I swear, it's never been so obvious as it is in 2020. But every single time the media narrative gets off track, they come out with a tragedy to put it right back on something that they want. And I noticed on my Facebook that people from other ends of the political spectrum were coming together and agreeing that coronavirus at the very least, was giving government overreach that it didn't deserve, nor did it have in the first place. It was unconstitutional. And people from both sides of the spectrum could agree on that. And 
now all of a sudden we've gone from coming together and agreeing and being anti-big government to hating one another and reducing uh, argument about race rioting to, well, if you don't agree with rioting and burning neighborhoods down, well, then you're a racist. Life is never that simple. And anyone that tries to sell you a complex social argument that simplistically is a liar. And while we're on the topic of the supposed origin of all this, which is the death of George Floyd under the custody of Minneapolis police officers, let me just start by saying those who are all of a sudden so moved by the case of George Floyd, where the hell have you been? I have been speaking out about police brutality for at least 10 years, at least. I have consistently stated that police in America never use their levels of force. Now, for those of you that don't know, I was in the military. I was a military police officer. I was trained in the levels of force. And the biggest reason why you do not see, because believe me, before you go hands-on with the subject, you better be prepared. Number one, to fight the person, and number two, back your ass up. And I think the biggest reason why police in the United States are so out of hand is because civilian judges have broadened what the quote, I fear for my life, can mean. And the circumstances of I feared for my life or I feared for the security of my own weapon can mean. I can't find any statistics about by race died under police custody, but I can see that the highest rate of being killed by police is white people. But I... I <laughs> I think by race, it's just so irrelevant. I think the, the real issue is having bad cops in positions of power and having such a weak judicial standard on holding police accountable. Because I can ensure you that if that happened in the military and a military police officer killed George Floyd... Believe me, they, they would be in some serious shit. And I never met any officers in the military police that jumped levels of force like I've seen in the United States. Not even close. Now, granted, sometimes it's justified, but a lot of times, in my personal opinion, it's not. I always find it humorous that a lot of the times people say, oh, well, I, I was scared. I, 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 I was... In immense fear. Well, maybe being a police officer is not the career for you then. Maybe being a police officer isn't something you should be doing. You sign up to be scared. You sign up to be shot at. You sign up to get stabbed. You sign up to get beat up. I'm not condoning what the subjects do to the police officer by any means. But in my opinion, if there's four officers and one subject, that's a bit of overkill for me. And for the two officers watching the arrest happen, 
that's part of why I don't think that any of this was real. I just don't. I don't think I, there there's inconsistencies in the actual police officers themselves, whether it be the arrest record post the event, whether it be the badges that they were wearing, or the fact that this was being openly filmed and, in my opinion, was probably released, and then how quickly it went viral. You know, I don't think people understand that they can wait the algorithm to make certain things go viral and certain things get buried forever. And the agendas that they want to reach the top will reach the top. And the ideas and agendas that they want to stay on the bottom will stay on the bottom. Then you have the fact that the officer who asphyxiated George Floyd and George Floyd knew each other, they worked together at a club for 17 years as bouncers. Now, I don't care how big the club is. You could work at Disney World, and at, se- at 17 years of uh, employment, I'm willing to bet you at least know everyone's face if that other person also worked there for 17 years. So, in my opinion, there's an Im- immense probability that there's either foul play on George Floyd's side, who knows, maybe he owed the police officer money, or on the police officer's side, maybe he owed George Floyd money and murdered him for asking for it. Maybe it was a power trip thing. How dare you think you can get something out of me? I'll show you. I'll show everyone. Anyway, that's a huge factor for me to tell me that this is not just some random... I killed George Floyd because he's black and I hate black people thing. In my opinion, it was, there's some shady shit going on in the background. I'm going to get rid of this dude once and for all. And he ain't going to be able to do shit about it. Then there's also the part of me that thinks, boy, does this help the narrative of, let's get people to stop talking about how Joe Biden is obviously suffering from dementia Let's get people to stop talking about how coronavirus obviously stole their rights away. Let's get people to stop joining together and showing togetherness in the midst of a pandemic, even though we tried our damnedest to get everyone to hate one another. And let's go back to old faithful, old faithful in America. Let's start talking about race. Let's start de-evolving again. Yeah, baby, let's get them low vibrations flowing. And it worked, because I I don't know if you could come up with a better low vibe situation than (laughs) rioting and looting. That is like, in the shitty things that humans can do, I I, I think that takes the cake. And especially after coronavirus and the fact that these businesses are already struggling and, you know, people want to say, oh, well, the CEO of Target, like, stood out there and helped protest and said, I could just build more stores. It's like, yeah, well, as true as that is, who's going to pay for it? You? Target employees? (laughs) It's not going to be the CEO. He's not going to go sell his yacht so he could go build a Target that people burned down in Chicago. That's not how it works. 
the first people to suffer because of his Target store getting burned down are going to be Target employees and Target patrons. They're the ones that are going to suffer. So, just... Once again, obvious virtue signaling by a CEO, and it totally works. Man, do these people know how to buy good press these days. Let me start to close the episode up, and let me say that racism is engineered. It's not innate. It is learned. And hopefully in the future, when humanity realizes that it's not alone in the universe, maybe we'll share a common enemy out there in the universe. Hopefully not, but I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe then humans can, can realize that there's really no difference between us. And that the elite use the object of race, the subject of race, to divide and conquer. Because as long as we're fighting down here for the scraps and not realizing that we're on our knees and we can stand up and eat at the table just like them, nothing's going to change. As long as we think that this is the real issue, nothing will change. Overall, I pray to God that everyone stays safe, that communities come together, because another thing that we're seeing is that a lot of the violence that is in these neighborhoods during the riots, it's coming from either outside the city that the riot protest is happening, or even so far as out of state, and I've even heard out of country. So I hope that we can stand together in our communities and protect one another and realize that love will always trump hatred and that when you use hatred to convey your message, it just gets lost. When you do turn the other cheek, it's not about giving in to what they want. It's about removing the power from the aggressor. That's why rapists want to hear the the victims scream. They want to hear them in pain. They want to hear their fear. And if you don't, they get angry and the act becomes meaningless to them because you're taking away their power of the situation. So on that note, stay woke. Stay watchful. Thank <laughs> you.